You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right, we are here with an instant reaction podcast. David Lake and Gabby Urrutia recording here in the press box following Miami's Miami Hurricanes. 38-30 to 30 win over the Miami of Ohio Redhawks. Gabby, to me, this was an encouraging performance for game one. I think it was a clean game uh, in all three phases. Uh, but to me, the starting point for this game is to talk about the offensive line because it's a vision coming together for Mario Cristobal and his staff uh, ever since the end of the 2022 season. Uh, they worked hard to significantly upgrade the personnel there, both from a, a body type perspective and an athleticism perspective and a functional power perspective. And to me, it was on display here in game one already um, with, in my mind, Gabby, they controlled the line of scrimmage. It felt like Tyler Van Dyke had all day to throw. I don't think he was sacked on the day. And then rushing wise, they racked up 250 yards and three touchdowns on 36 carries. So overall, it felt like um, that vision came together here in game one uh, with the offensive line kind of having their way on the line of scrimmage. And to me, that was the most encouraging thing overall coming out of this season opener. Yeah, and I think just in the in the preview pod, that was, I think, the first thing I mentioned when we were talking about just things that we want to see from this game was just was just really control for me just controlling the line of scrimmage and you know all of the things that you said and even I'm looking at the sacks tackle for loss numbers just one sack one tackle for loss allowed and I think that came uh, at the at late in the point of a game where you know the, I think it was the second team offensive line and Emery Williams kind of held onto the ball for a little bit tried to you know get back to the line of scrimmage couldn't um, so yeah I mean I, I thought that was an extremely extremely uh, encouraging. Uh, part of this game is just watching those guys. I mean, the way that they controlled that was was extremely impressive. We know the just the overall investment that these guys have kind of Mario Cristobal, Alex Mirabal, those guys have made on the offensive line. I think you saw that kind of pay off. I think you should. I think we saw uh, again, like what you kind of highlighted, just kind of the vision of what they wanted to look like. And uh, you know, I think there's still 
you know, there's obviously room to grow and, and improvement, but I mean, it, there's definitely reason to feel extremely encouraged about uh, what it looks like up front uh, for those guys. And uh, I, I think that, I mean, obviously, you know, it's it's early in year two, but I think to this point of Mario Cristobal's tenure, I mean, I think this is probably the game he's got to be proudest about just because of the way they ran the ball, how physical they were up front, and uh, just the way that offensive line performed. Uh, again, I think, I think this is the way that he'd ideally like it to look um, against everyone, maybe not just against Miami of Ohio. Ohio, but yeah, you you see you see what they want it to kind of look like, and again, I think it was a a mission accomplished here in in the season opener to take care of really, I mean, a good Miami of Ohio uh, de- team who is is aggressive up front and you know has really given other Power Five programs a hard time, especially with the pressure that they kind of bring and with the way that they kind of use that defensive line. So, I mean, really uh, an impressive performance from that offensive line. Yeah, it felt like a lot of success running to the left side in particular. Um, and also, too, there was a wrinkle there on the line of scrimmage with Miami having Samson Okunlola in a number 86 jersey and uh, Matthew McCoy in a number 81 jersey, kind of giving them even more of those big bodies on the line of scrimmage, having seven of the basically seven offensive linemen on the field together. And they definitely popped a lot of runs that way. Also giving future opponents a lot to work on uh, as they prepare for Miami. Um, we talked about, too, going into the game, Gabby, how it was important to see some explosiveness in the passing game. And we got that early on with uh, Tyler Van Dyke connecting with Colby Young on, on a tunnel screen. And he taking it 44 yards for a touchdown to kind of open the game. Definitely was good uh, from a momentum standpoint early on to get things going in a big way like that. And also, too, Colby showed, showed some wheels, I yeah. feel like, on that play. Uh, we've talked about how he's changed his body type and improved his speed since last year, and, and I think that was on display there uh, on that play. He uh, he finished the day with four catches for 79 yards and a touchdown. Uh, a lot of rotation at wide receiver as well. Um, but overall, you know, your top three receivers had solid days. Jacoby George, 56 yards. Xavier Restrepo, 68 yards. So, those guys came to play. I found that encouraging. It also kind of felt like, too, you know, I don't think they showed everything they had. I don't think they showed their whole hand in the passing game. So we'll see if we see a little bit more against Texas A&M in that regard. How about the running backs, Gabby? Um, all four guys had at least one impressive run, and uh, a lot of guys flashed there at the, in the running back room. Yeah, I mean, I'm just you look at the numbers now. Every single one of them had a run of at you know, 15 yards or greater. So, I mean, we saw Henry Parrish with a with a 37 yard touchdown run. Uh, Mark Fletcher had a 26 yarder. Uh, Don Chaney had a 20 yard touchdown run. AJ Allen with a 16 yarder. As a group, averaged 6.9 yards per carry. I mean, I thought that was an extremely just. I, I thought that was a really really impressive uh, showing from that group. So, I mean, watching Mark Fletcher kind of be a part of that, you know, I think was was really encouraging. Just the things that we kind of saw from the true freshman again everything that we kind of thought that he was I think he he proved to be I mean averaged 8.4 yards per carry in his first game and I mean I, I thought really just top to bottom it was it was a deep group again every, every single one of those guys I think showed something and uh Henry Parrish I mean I think pleasantly surprised uh you know again I think we know that he's 
you know, obviously he nice started. He, yeah, he he made a really really nice really nice move on that touchdown run where he kind of you know defender kind of buckled, um, you know, kind of lost that guy and then found the the pylon. So uh, Henry Parrish kind of came to play, and uh, again along with AJ Allen, Mark Fletcher, and then again Don Chaney. I think especially in that back half of the game, uh, you know, really kind of gave Miami some juice against a you know kind of a Miami of Ohio defense that uh, again was just kind of worn down. Uh, so I, I I thought we saw a really good thing from them and. You know, again, all those guys, I mean, the top three rushers had nine carries between Henry Parrish, Mark Fletcher, A.J. Allen, and then Don Chaney was right behind those guys at eight. So definitely a healthy balance, a healthy uh, a healthy distribution. And again, all those guys, uh, you know, produced. So uh, definitely good to see. And again, that, they, the way they ran the ball again was super encouraged. And that offensive line, man, I mean, those guys are road graders and uh, made, made it all go. At tight end, Elijah Arroyo was held out, still dealing with his hamstring issue. Mario Cristobal said hopefully he's good to go for Texas A&M, but let's wait and see on that. Um, again, you look at the advanced stats for the offense in this game. Success rate, which is basically are you ahead of the chains on a down-to-down basis. Miami graded out in the 94th percentile in that game. Also, 8.1 yards per play as an offense. Uh, that is elite stuff in game one. So again, this is encouraging. Uh, of course, that Miami of Ohio is a lesser opponent, um, but it's encouraging that Miami handled them in the fashion they did on offense. Uh, flipping it to defense, again, I thought it was an elite performance, particularly through the first three quarters when the first team defense was in the game. Uh, in the fourth quarter, they kind of sprinkled in some backups and Miami of Ohio had success moving the ball in the fourth quarter, but they still didn't score. Again, three points in the game was allowed. The thing that stands out to me, Gabby, um, and again, Lance Guidry at uh, Marshall, I believe he had the best third down defense in the country last year, if I remember correctly. Definitely was top five, uh, but today Miami was off to a good start in that regard. Uh, Miami of Ohio only converted two of 12 third down opportunities. And on fourth down, they went 0 for 3. So in that money down, Miami's defense was highly effective. To me, Gabby, my big takeaway with this Lance Guidry defense, seeing it in a real game, it's a very good mix of being aggressive and they're still sound. Uh, There really weren't many scary bust potential situations that this defense found itself in Uh, the front seven did its job they put the corners in position to lock it down in man coverage and the chips fall however they fall in those situations and in this game uh, Miami's corners were able to do their job and and lock down thanks to good pressure up front and uh, and just sound coverage on the back end too yeah, I mean, I, I, defense was was definitely was definitely a really good. I mean, three sacks, six tackles for loss. Uh, you know, just I, I think we even talked about really going into the season is is the rush defense, and in that first half, uh, gave up negative three rushing yards, finished the game with fifty one rushing yards. Uh, that Miami of Ohio offense, um, you know, I thought that they absolutely, I think they did their job. 
uh, you know, in every aspect. I thought the linebacker play was really good between Francisco Mauagoa, uh, KJ Cloyd, Wesley Besaint had a good game. Uh, Corey Flagg had his moments too. So, I mean, I think all of those guys, uh, really just that front seven was extremely impressive. The way they got pressures on the quarterback, how creative they got. Like even some of those third down packages, it was really cool to see the way that they, the way that they kind of grouped that personnel with, uh, you know, two of your best pass rushers on the outside and Nigel e. Kelly and Jafari Harvey. And then you kicked Akeem Mesador and Ruben Bain, lined those guys up together on the inside and just kind of went after it and early in the game Ruben Payne almost got home Jafari Harvey got there just before him but I think Ruben Payne got really close to having a sack there and he was definitely uh you know in the face of quarterback uh Brett Gabbert uh, at different times too so I thought I mean I thought the defense was was really good and again it, I, it was sound it wasn't overly aggressive where you know because they were overly aggressive they got beat in other ways I think that they were they held it all together I think everyone kind of did their job and uh, again I think it was a very encouraging performance by that defense uh you know we've seen the way that some of these games have these, these types of games uh, have kind of gone and i think that's maybe why we kind of came in uh cautious and you know just wanting to really see it and i think now that we kind of have uh you see why uh you know lance Gidry has kind of dialed up some really impressive defenses in you know over the course of his career because it did seem like this was a, a better coach defense it seemed like they were just more kind of understanding of what they needed to do while being able to kind of play freely and play aggressively and still be able to kind of hold it all together and not you know have it kind of fall apart so yeah I mean I was really encouraged about just like really just the way that defense kind of just held it all together and you know really I mean over only 215 total yards uh Miami of Ohio averaged 4.4 yard, uh, yards per play so uh they were two of 12 on third down I think you had said that already David I mean that's just, that's really good stuff over three on fourth down and uh, including at the end of the game with a couple freshmen on the field and were able to kind of you know get the ball back for the offense just again very very tail end but that was encouraging to see from those guys to kind of keep it going so yeah, I mean, really, uh, it, it was it was a good it was a good overall showing from the defensive side too, and I think there's a lot to be excited about uh, from what those guys showed. Yeah, the big key to me for for this year's defense in general was vastly improving the run defense, and at least in this in this game, that was accomplished. Miami of Ohio rushed for 51 yards on 25 carries. When you get that done, then you can go to that speed package you were referencing, Gabby, with the pass rushing defensive line. I do think Leonard Taylor played well, uh, had that silly penalty. That's got to get cleaned up, but he, he played a good game overall. Branson Dean flashed. Uh, Francisco Maui Noah, I think, is going to be a, a, a good middle linebacker at Miami. He showed that today. KJ Cloyd, I think, was solid at weak side. Wesley Besaint flashed, uh, got a sack in the game. So uh, all the guys came to play. Gabby, I think even, you know, James Williams, to me, played a a very nice game. He showed some physicality, um, didn't get beat on the back end. This, this to me, was one of his more complete performances that we've seen in general. He's on punt coverage team, did his job there. So I'm encouraged by his buy-in in in game one. Um, The cornerback situation, I think, was interesting from a starting lineup perspective. They went with... Jaden Davis and Daryl Porter as the starting outside corners to Corey Couch got the nod at Nickelback. Overall, those guys did did their job. Um, you know, the other team has players too, so they are going to get yards. But I think uh, situationally, they held up when they were tested for the most part. So that was good to see. Devontae Brown definitely was rotating in uh, as that third corner, third outside corner. 
Uh, Damari Brown got in the game too. Jadis Richard got in the game too. So I think it's going to be an ongoing competition during the course of the year. Plus, as as we've referenced before, I think it's going to be some matchup-based uh, rotation from game to game to game based on the opposing wide receiver personnel. So, But game one, corners kind of did their job, which I think was encouraging. Special teams, just quickly, I think that was a phase where Miami did well too. Brashard Smith opened the game with a 40-yard kickoff return, uh, given Miami good field position there and momentum. Uh, Andy Borgales kicked and made all his field goals. And Dylan Joyce did a good job of limiting any return yardage uh, in the punt game. So that was encouraging as well. Let's get out of here on this, Gabby. To me, again, clean, encouraging performance. I think if you ask Mario Cristobal what he wants to see, this was essentially it. I think if we're nitpicking some areas that maybe Miami can look to improve on, right? Because there's always things to improve on from any game. It would be red zone touchdowns. And, you know, if we're nitpicking the defense, maybe uh, turnovers, right? No turnovers tonight. But again, the defensive performance was elite. So that is extreme nitpicking. Um, Overall, Gabby, I give this performance, you know, to me, this game's like an A minus game. Um, Again, it's encouraging. I don't want to read too much into it regarding what this game means for Texas A&M. That's going to be a whole different ballgame. But overall, I don't know if this game could have gone any better for the Hurricanes to open this season. Uh, A lot of confidence should be had from the team going into a big Week 2 matchup. Yeah, I mean, I, I think this is exactly the way that you wanted it to go. And again, with Texas A&M, and look, you don't get a preseason game. You know, you don't get to kind of tune up. I mean, other than playing against, you know, yourself on Green Tree in those scrimmages. But I think the opportunity, I think the Miami going out, playing against someone else and kind of showing up and doing doing it the right way, playing the right way. I think, you know, that's something that, again, I mean, uh, you, you you don't bank on it, but you you can walk away feeling really, really good about it. Uh, so, you know, definitely agree with all that. I guess my, my parting thoughts, uh, 15 true f- 15 members of the class of 2023 uh, got on the field in this game. I think that's really awesome. Uh, you know, my Mario Cristobal has hammered, uh, you know, the point of being willing to play freshman. And uh, a ton of those guys made an impact. You know, of course, Mark Fletcher uh, having his great game with 76 yards. Uh, Francisco Mauigoa getting the start. Emery Williams coming in in relief of Tyler Van Dyke going three for three, 42 yards passing. Uh, Riley Williams caught an 18-yarder. Jaden Wayne, Damari Brown, Ruben Bain, a couple guys who, who uh, you know, definitely, uh, you know, played. You know, definitely got some burn and recorded stats. And of course, Dylan Dylan Joyce. He's an older guy, but a four, you know, four-year guy. He is a freshman, and he was Miami's primary punter. So it was cool to see a lot of those young guys get the opportunity to get on the field. One because they've earned it, and then two because Miami handled business, and a lot of those guys were able to kind of get some some late reps in. So uh, th- I think that was good for you know Miami was almost able to treat it uh, you know close to like an FCS type of game where you're able to get a lot of these guys in who maybe wouldn't play again you you did that against an FBS team and a group of five opponent who again is going to be a respectable team in the MAC conference so I I think that's good uh, you know just the way they came out handled things and got some of those guys uh, the opportunity to be on the field all right we'll get out of here on that again uh strong performance in game one um We'll see how it translates to a week two matchup against Texas A&M, but no doubt some confidence should have been built here after week one. So 
It's 11.49 p.m. We will end this recording here, and hopefully it has stopped raining outside, and this press box recording won't have to happen again. I pardon the talking in the background. All right, I, I apologize for the talking in the background and the elevator noises, um, but we're trying to get this out to you as soon as possible. Appreciate everyone for listening, and until next time, take care.